reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome everybody to another edition of Doing the Favor Does Sports. I'm your motherfucking host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me as always, my portly co-host, the Husky Heartthrob, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? As you can tell, there is no energy in today's show. None. We have a fucking lot to talk about this evening. A lot to talk about this evening. We're going to cover the NFL wildcard round. We're going to preview the NFL divisional round. Yes, we're down to the final eight, four in each conference. We're going to talk about a possible stoppage in the NBA. We're going to talk about off-season news already in the NFL. Barry, let's fucking get to it. You ready? I'm ready, brother. Let's go. We're going to start off on Saturday. We're gonna build, we're gonna do these games the order they were played. First up, you have the Colts at the Bills. We both ended up picking the Bills in this. Didn't really like the Colts' chances. They kind of proved us wrong. I thought they looked better than I thought they would. Their defense was stout. Buffalo ends up winning the game 27 to 27 to 24. Buffalo just keeps rolling right along. Uh, Josh Allen. Got it done. He's really hard to contain. Shout out to the Colts for fighting, but again, the better team won here. Bills at Bills advance. Yeah, they they're just a well oiled machine right now. Stephon Diggs is is that dude. Mm-hmm. And I I'm excited, man, to to watch these guys play uh, the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, shout out to all the Bills fans out there. We have a lot of Bills Mafia and our friends, obviously Jeff Toon, Cleaner, uh, Hova, all those dudes, big rave or big um, Bills fans. As a fan base, I, I, again, I'm a fan of a team that has um, started for years, and the Bills have been right there with with the Browns. I believe this is our first playoff win since 1996. So happy to see that franchise get off the snide. Josh Allen is a he's a baller, man. He's one of the best. I saw they were people were giving him John Elway comparisons with the way he with the way he can throw the ball and move his feet. That's you know what I actually don't hate it. I mean, there's a long way to go for he gets that like Elway praise, but the way he plays, hard to tackle, cannon for an arm. That team, if they had a running game, I would feel so much better about them going forward. To me, that's the one thing. So I feel like you're gonna get to a place in a, in a playoff where you're gonna have to run the ball especially if you jump out on a lead against a team like Baltimore, for instance, where you have to kill clock, can they do it? That's the only question. I mean, they can win the shootouts, but can uh, they do it if they have to If they have to uh, milk time? That's the one little thing I worry about with them, especially they lost Zach Moss too, right? 
Yeah, but they got Singletary, and I mean, he ain't no joke. So he ain't. He ain't no joke. He he's not. But we'll but we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, that that's a huge game coming up, which we'll get yeah. to. That's gonna be a battle. Next up, we have the Rams at Seahawks. Uh, you picked the Rams. I picked the Seahawks. Man, I'll tell you what. This Rams defense just has Russell Russell Wilson's number. Yeah. He, and, for whatever reason, he just cannot get off on them. And I'm with you. I think Aaron Donald would slam Russell Westbrook, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got hurt. He'd, he'd slap him around. He did, uh, but they said it's not going to affect his playing status. They're going to they're gonna court his own him up so big old shot of Toradol for that man yeah but yeah I mean I listen the Rams uh they're, they're playing a backup quarterback he got destroyed on a hit by Jamal Adams he ended up leaving going to the hospital they have Jared Goff out there with a broken thumb extremely limited but they rode the backs of Cam Akers and they got it done I mean and this Seattle team who at one time was five and zero. Oh, we were talking about Russ Wilson being unanimous MVP. To now that talk is completely gone, and their season's finished. They've got to retool. They've got to. They got to get defense. They have got to get a defense up there. They have the game-changing quarterback. They have a good running game. They have good receivers. They got to be able to stop somebody. Yeah, Cam Cam Akers protected Jared Goff immensely. I mean, mm-hmm. he made it where Jared Goff didn't really even have to throw the ball, and Seattle couldn't shut him down. And Cam Akers, man, he is—he uh, stepped up huge here, and, and that was his first playoff game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to him, man. He—he he came, he balled out, protected his quarterback, and uh, they got the win. Yeah, didn't see that team getting a playoff win, but here we are. Yeah, they advance. Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to uh, Washington to play the Washington football team and Taylor Haneke. And before I get to Tom Brady and all that he does, and we know how good he is and how good he's been and what he's meant for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise, getting them back in the playoffs, they're they're a legit contender, yada, yada, yada. Taylor Haneke played his motherfucking ass off. And I was super, super impressed with how he played, with the way that uh, – do I think he's the answer at quarterback? No, probably not. It's probably not a long-term answer. But a guy who you plug into a playoff game against Tom Brady and you come out and play like that, brother, kudos. Kudos to you, man. Bagging. Somebody, somebody drop a bag on that young man because, listen, a lot of guys um, – Doug Peterson, for one, he would have put Nate Sudfeld in. Mm, we're going to talk about Doug Peterson later. And, uh, you know, he's a low life. And <laughs> Taylor Heineke came out here, and me and you were talking, to, and he fucking balked. He he did not lay down. In which, at first, I was mad. I was like, damn. Like, why couldn't y'all, <laughs> why couldn't y'all fucking done this, la- you know, last week and laid down? And then I watched this dude play, and I was like, holy shit, I'm glad he didn't play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it, it kind of would have been worse, and Doug Peterson might have kept his job. So, uh, like I said, man, Taylor Heineke came out and balled, and especially playing Tom Brady. And you, you know what I mean? You're expected to just come out and get piss-pounded, uh, get a whack-a-mole done on you. 
this dude came out and made it fucking competitive. And shout out to that dude, man. He earned my respect. And Chase Young probably learned a lesson, too. I mean, obviously, I don't fault Chase Young for... I don't really necessarily think he called out Tom Brady. I think that, you know, I want Tom, like... Because he's the best in the game. That's why you said that. He acknowledged that's why he said that. But Tom Brady gets that ball out at the very last second over and over and over. I mean, I mean, I was watching Chase Young for a good part of that game, and I can't tell you how many times he almost got home. He ended up getting hurt later in the game, I believe a hamstring or something like that. But the Washington football team, um, with everything that they've gone through this year, to even win that division – I do think they were the best team in the NFC East, so I'm glad they got the. I'm glad they got the division. I'm glad. I'm glad they got the division. I mean, they had the most formal defense. They had the, the veteran quarterback. They were the best coach team. I, I, sorry, I hate to drop these drop these bombs on you. That's but, not bombs because the Giants were two and zero against them. Go ahead. But they were six and ten on the season. Well, fucking. Uh... The Washington was what seven and nine or something. Seven and nine, yeah. I mean, that's played better, a that's better. That's better. That, that's better than six and ten. It's not that. Well, they would have been six and ten. They would have been six and ten if fucking Peters if they don't fucking lay down, which we'll get into. We'll get into that for sure. Uh, next up, yeah. Well, we talking about the NFC. We're officially done with NFC East, by the way. <laughs> done. So tired talking about done. that trash ass division. I'm going to bring it up every week. My team finished third in division. We had three playoff teams. Next up, the Sunday games. Ravens at Titans. You pick the Titans. I pick the Ravens. Um, Derrick Henry. This right here, we had our debate as, you know, you said that Derrick Henry should get more consideration for MVP. This is why he doesn't. He disappeared. Uh, they were game planned for it. They shut him. You can shut down a running game in the NFL. You can't shut down Aaron Rodgers. It's a lot tough. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying it's a lot tougher to shut down Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or even Josh Allen than it is Derrick Henry. That's how the Browns beat the Titans. These teams that Derrick Henry's not going to bring anybody back into a game. That's not the way the game's set up. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, the the offensive play caller. Whoever that is for the Titans got away from the game plan because AJ Brown was absolutely bullying. He was fucking bullying the corner that was on him. And he didn't see a fucking throw after that. He scores and they they don't throw to him. Why are you not throwing to him opening up the field to where Derrick Henry has running room? He was giving Marlon Humphreys fits. The fucking business. And that Marlon Humphreys don't want those problems. But they want he, to try to run the ball. Run. I mean, Henry had 18 carries. Tannehill had 26 pass attempts. 18, 26, 165, one touchdown, one pick. Derrick Henry's giving you 2.2 yards per carry. But listen, this is why Baltimore went out and signed Clayus Campbell. That's why they went out and signed Derrick Wolf, Right. This is why they drafted all that defense, all those fast-ass linebackers, Patrick Queen, Malik Harrison, guys like that. This is why. was the, the Titans. I think the Titans shook them last year. And that's, they, those teams, they have a nice little rivalry going. With yes, the logo stomping and everything else that's going on. And from the outside looking in, I love to see it. Mar- I tell you what, Marcus Peters, 
Marcus Peters picked off that last pass, and then when he went and slid to kind of end the game, this motherfucker went and bounced up and just went looking for the logo. And Terrell Owens will never be. You as much I mean? as I don't like Marcus Peters, I think I mean I, I didn't appreciate the spit that Jarvis and Jarvis wasn't looking. Um, Lamar gets his first playoff win. I know that you know we've been hard on Lamar before, but I mean I always thought the whole like getting a playoff win for Lamar was kind of ridiculous because he's 24 years old. I mean, that I always thought that was a bit overblown, but the, the Ravens are. I tell you what, they they got COVID out of the way earlier in the year. Uh, they got everybody back. They're healthy, and they seem to be rolling. They're a dangerous, dangerous team. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy the Browns didn't draw the Ravens. That's you know that's that's a tough draw for Buffalo, but that's going to be a hellacious game. We're going to talk about later. I'm really excited about that game. That's going to be fun. Next up, you have the Bears at the Saints. Bears eight and eight going to Saints twelve and four. This game was on Nickelodeon. Did you catch any of the game on Nickelodeon? I did. What did you think about that? It was it was okay. It was it was something different. I I didn't. Did you mind like it. Did you like young Sheldon popping up and explain pass interference to you? <laughs> I needed it. I don't know the game. Uh, I was telling somebody I'm real happy the Browns didn't get the fucking Nickelodeon game, but it turned out that they also had a CBS broadcast with Romo and Nance, which I wasn't aware of at the time. But then I wanted to watch uh, the Nickelodeon train wreck. Which was just kind of like there was there'd be like a big play happen in the game, and that girl would ask Nate Burleson, "So did you like think about your touchdown celebrations before you scored them, or was it just natural, or how does that work?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a game changing pass interference call just happened." <laughs> we need to talk, talk about that. But it was just it was just kind of funny. I mean, I th- I thought the kid that did play by play actually did very well. But I mean, the sideline kid was Lucas Lumpkin, something. Okay. I don't know what the sideline, but it was just very, I, listen. And then after the game, Sean Payton, which the, I'm sorry, the Saints ended up winning 21-9. Bears are trash. Uh, Mr. Trubisky air is done. They got to get a quarterback, yada, yada, yada. The big news to me was Sean, Sean Payton getting slimed and leaving his, leaving his concords on his feet. He's got money. He can afford that. Ruined a pair of J's. He's got money. He can afford that. But Saints move on. Um, still yet to be seen if they can screen pass their way to a championship. Still can't throw the ball downfield. That's it's gonna be a contrast of styles next week. Kamara so is still ex- that dude. Who? Alvin Kamara still that. He dude. is absolutely he is. Next up, you want to go ahead and lead us into this one, Barry? I do, Eric. I do. This is. Now, if I asked you, if I would have told you heading into the game and I said, Big Ben throws for over 500 yards, four touchdowns, Juju has over 150 receiving yards and a touchdown, would you have ever thought that the Browns would have been victorious? I would have suspected it was a shootout of some sorts. But no, to me, those numbers sound like Ben Roethlisberger does whatever he wants just by hearing those, those numbers. Right. But then you throw in that he threw four picks, mm. you know, then you throw, you throw in the fumbles 14 mm. seconds into the game. Eric, mm. talk about the game. 
Let's talk about it. All I heard all week was how the Browns didn't have a chance. How the Steelers were going to piss pound them. And how the Browns just basically beat the Steelers practice squad. And wasn't that the chatter? That's what I heard. Now, before that game, which was week 17, which the Browns ended up getting in the playoffs with a win, the four weeks leading up to that, what did Pittsburgh do? They, they lost. L, L, L. Then the refs helped them against the Colts. I knew in the back of my mind is don't let the Browns jump out. Because the Browns jump out, I don't know what Pittsburgh – they can't – listen, they're limited on offense. First play of the game, offensive play of the game, snap in the end zone, Carl Joseph recovers, touchdown. Second offensive possession after a three and out by Pittsburgh. 40-yard slant to Jarvis Landry. He's not a fast guy, by the way, Barry. 40-yard slant. Three and out by Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sorry, pick. Next possession. Kareem Hunt bullies his way in for a touchdown. Another interception. Another Kareem Hunt touchdown. You're looking at 28-0 in the first quarter. A historical first quarter. A historical first quarter by the Cleveland Browns, who, by the way, hadn't won a playoff game since 1994, hadn't been in the playoffs since 2002, and the last two times we've been in the playoffs, the Steelers have beaten us in those playoffs. So... You know, of course, it was the standard Browns go in the kind of a pseudo prevent offense. Pittsburgh able to get some yards. We're looking at 28-10 going to half. Cool. Browns get the ball to start second half, three and out. Then Pittsburgh does three and out. Then we score another touchdown, 35-10. Then Pittsburgh chips away, chips away, chips away. Then Nick Chubb. Listen. This Pittsburgh team, now didn't they get rid of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell for culture issues? That's that's what I heard. Right? That was that was it, right? You got a wide receiver that can't stay off the internet. The Browns is the Browns. Why would you say that? Why? Because you won 11 games to start the season? Let me tell you something. These Pittsburgh Steelers, the young Pittsburgh Steelers players, have this sense of entitlement because they played for the Steelers, right? Newsflash. Ain't none of them motherfuckers got a Super Bowl ring. There's only one player in that locker room that has a Super Bowl ring. And that motherfucker... Number seven, I believe, played his last game on Sunday. He got two Super Bowl rings. He's got two. Okay, he's got two. I'll give him that. I think I just woke Lily up. <laughs> I'm down here going off. I can speak on it. Go get but the her. same. Bring her. You know, She's got something to say. The same. This, this whole thing, the Browns, the Browns, the same old Browns. Listen, this ain't it. This team can score points. The team that was. More well-balanced. Let me tell you something. Baker Mayfield, 21-34, 263 yards, three touchdowns, only thrown one interception since week nine, has a quarterback grade of 91.5 since week nine. Nick Chubb, 18 carries, 76 yards. Kareem Hunt, eight carries, 48 yards, two touchdowns. Jarvis Landry, five catches, 92 yards. Nick Chubb, four catches, 69 yards. See how he can catch passes, unlike 
Derrick Henry. Austin Hooper, seven catches, 46 yards. He's really coming. That him that relationship between him and Baker has really uh, really been solidified. And the Steelers like, oh, it's this, you know, it's a, it's anomaly in Steeler fans, and I've been hard on him because I'm from Eastern Ohio and I've heard this shit my whole life. Well, Browns got lucky. Okay. Browns not have one player on their roster, not one starter. They have one starter that's over 30. The quarterback's 25 years old. Nick Chubb's 24 years old. Jarvis Landry, 28 years old. On and on. Kareem Hunt, 25 years old. I can go on and on and on and on down the list. This team is going to be around for a while. They have grown without an offseason. They're the Zoom All-Stars with no practice, with COVID issues, with everything working against them. They go out and they played their asses off on the road in the playoffs in Pittsburgh. Now, Ben Roethlisberger done a lot in his career. He has, but it's it's the tail end. I think I think he's done. He can't throw the ball downfield. I can't tell you how many times he would try to throw a deep ball, and it would fall five yards short. Uh, Chase Claypool's a great a great weapon. Doesn't matter if you can't get him the ball. And when you have no running game to speak, which by the way the running game would have been abandoned anyway after the disastrous start because Ben was throwing picks all over the field. It's just it was it was. Complete ass-kicking, complete domination um, on both sides of the ball. We were missing guys. It was beautiful. It was exactly – I'm happy for the organization, obviously. And I'm happy for the city of Cleveland. I'm so happy for the city of Cleveland because these fans have stuck by this team, some horrible teams. Horrible. We're talking about – Tim Couch, Kelly Holcomb, Jake DeLone, Trent Dilford, Charlie Fry, Jeff Garcia. On and on. I mean, I can I can keep going. Johnny Manziel, my God. Brian Hoyer was probably the best one of the bunch. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. And we finally got stability. Finally got things trending in the right direction. And I believe that starts with number 80, Jarvis Landry. When they brought him in, the culture changed. And I believe Pittsburgh right now is the third best team in the AFC North and they better hope to God Joe Burrow doesn't fulfill expectations because they will be the worst team in the AFC North. So you're saying pitch, Pittsburgh is in shambles. They're, they're trending the wrong direction. You're talking about Ben Roethlisberger, 38 going 39, uh, looked like he was done. Marquise Pouncey's talk about retirement. Juju Smith-Schuster, free agent. James Conner, free agent. Left tackle Villanueva, free agent. You got Bud Dupree and Devin Bush coming off um, pretty significant injuries. It's They blew their load too early in the season. And that 11-0 start was fraudulent. We, start, we talked about it. And Baker Mayfield, to get back to the Browns, has grown this year. We saw a lot of the silly picks, all the antics early in the season – and I was listen. Nobody, you go back and listen to the show. Nobody was hard on Baker Mayfield than me, right? He has right of the I ship. I agree. I stood up for the man. You did. He has right of the ship. He's not making that backbreaking mistake. He's keeping us in games. He's now figuring out how to use his legs. Uh, the play calling has been fantastic. Alex Van Pelt did a fantastic fucking job in the absence of Kevin Stefanski. Again, we didn't have our head coach, but they had a game plan and they stuck to the game plan. Uh, white jerseys, orange pants, fire, by the way. 
and I'm just I'm real out of you know I I I I'm almost at a loss for words. I'm so happy and so proud. And I'm so happy for the fans of all the fans all across the world that have persevered. And we watch every Sunday, Barry. We watch every Sunday. We live and die with this team. And we've died way more often than we lived. Soak it in. Enjoy it, Browns fans. You deserve it. Uh, to get a playoff victory on the road in Pittsburgh and your first playoff appearance since 2002 is fantastic. And all shout-outs go to the coaching staff, the front office, um, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, the leadership in the locker room, uh, Miles Garrett for turning things around, and we ain't done. We have no, there's eight teams left playing football in the NFL, and ladies and gentlemen, the Cleveland Browns are one of them. Uh, shout out to Derek Anderson, uh, DA. <laughs> but the, the, a couple of things that I want to say, and not not just about that game, but one of the I think. A pivotal moment that is going is probably going to be under you know overlooked in this season is the game where though all the wide receivers were out with with COVID related uh, symptoms whatever you want to call it um, and where Baker had to rely on Austin Hooper mm-hmm. and I think that relationship right there blossomed in that game. And I think he realized I can cat, you know, he, he realized he had somebody else. He had that security blanket that was going to be there. And I think that relationship blossomed right there before our eyes. And that was in a loss, right? Yeah. To the jets. Yeah. So terrible loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 but a loss that like in years past would have caused our team to fold. And and like I said, I think that relationship between Baker and Hooper in that game may have strengthened strengthened the team and to where Baker realized, okay, yeah, I got Landry, I got Higgins, now I got Hoop. I have someone else to throw the ball to if shit gets rough. And that's that's just my take on it, outsider looking in. And the the Browns when they play the Giants, one of your big takeaways, and I, I I would I just I would love to hear you elaborate on this a little bit more, on um what Jarvis Landry can mean to a football team. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, Jarvis Landry has to me always been, he's he's always been under you know underappreciated undervalued because he's been with Odell and the reason why is Jarvis leads by example he doesn't talk a bunch of shit he's not he's not that over uh over eccentric personality like Odell is and and nothing's wrong with that Odell draws the attention Odell fucking puts in work, and if shit goes wrong, Odell takes the heat. I mean, I'm not going to say he doesn't. I mean, he he fucking takes the heat. But Jarvis Landry is, to me, he is a fucking, he is a leader in every sense of the word. He's fearless. He does everything you ask him to do. 
go go across the middle. Give me, you know, block for me. Do do the little shit that doesn't get appreciated enough. And he does that. He's a winning football player. Yeah. And and you know i'm gonna tell that story in a fucking second (laughs) (laughs) but uh also one of the other fucking incredible things that i saw in the game was the, the Browns defensive line, the the defensive linemen line up, and basically they put three guys to one side and Miles <laughs> Miles Garrett on the other, and Miles Garrett was getting double and triple teamed. Mm-hmm. I mean that is and still getting through. Mm-hmm. That is insane. I mean he is a fucking animal. And man, if if Olivier Vernon was healthy, man, that is a fucking problem. That is a, and it's it's already a problem, but that is a big, that is a winning, going far in the playoffs problem. Then you got Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogunjobi in the middle. Sheldon Richardson right. has wrecked games. Yes. Browns need to get better in the secondary. They need to get better in their linebackers. Defensive line looks good. Offensive line is one of the best in the NFL, even with injuries. They Barry, they brought in guys off the street that had to play in that game on Sunday and played well. So that's they just did. you know. And for the Steelers, um, you know, I talked earlier about how they you know got rid of Lev Bell and Antonio Brown because of culture issues. Now they're bringing these young wide receivers who can't stay off the internet running their mouth. And you got Chase Claypool today. Saying doesn't matter because the Browns are gonna get clapped, yada yada yada. Just hold your L, kid. You lost. Well, and see, that's a that's a thing too. Is see who the fuck was Chase Claypool? Okay, he's a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't shit until he had a couple big games early in the season. He's ne- them guys have never experienced. A lot of those guys have never experienced success in the NFL. But they think because they have that black and gold, they have. They have not earned anything just because number seven has those accolades doesn't mean you get them too absolutely just by being on the team and you know those dudes look uh when someone says hey what's your playoff record man oh we're oh and one (laughs) we're oh and one in our careers well who beat you the browns and shout out to ben rothsburg you know the guy just doesn't take no for an answer He'll keep forcing the issue and forcing the issue and forcing the issue. And they made a little bit of a comeback because, again, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't understand no for an answer. But at the end of the day, it wasn't enough. So Browns win 48-37. Steelers had a late, pointless touchdown. And Browns move on. All right. Now, that was uh, Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. Um, So last night... I go to bed and uh, I, I keep the phone by my head, you know, my cell phone, just in case something happens, some shit happens, I, I can be gotten a hold of. And last night at, I'm on Central Time, Eric is on Eastern Time, <laughs> and at 
2.15 a.m., my phone dings. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, you, it woke me up because it's loud. And I'm like, shit, something bad, you know, because your first thing is something bad happened. <laughs> and I look at my phone, and it says, all it says is Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> and I just started laughing because I'm like, it is fucking 2.15 a.m. my time, 3.15 his time, and he's up fucking wiling out still over this win. So fucking shout out, man. Shout out fucking props. I wasn't even mad about it. <laughs> I just want to say I had a really nice time with that win. And a lot of people were asking, like, oh, Eric, you're being pretty nasty on Facebook, being pretty trolly. Listen, I'm from Eastern Ohio. My dad is a Browns fan. We're a Steelers fan, I should say. I'm sorry. Dennis Brown is a Steelers fan. Chris Rucker got to see some of that back and forth with me, my old man. You've seen it. You've seen it for a while. Shout out Big Dennis. Shout out Big Dennis. Listener of the show. Loser of playoff games. You know, when I was a kid and the Browns and Steelers being on the same time, I had to go somewhere else and watch the Browns games. Damn, he, th- he threw you out of the house, Big Dennis? Threw I, had you out of the house? My, I had to walk down to my grandma's and watch the Browns. Oh. Asking, yeah, it's a true fucking story. <laughs> We're going to have to have fucking Big Dennis on for an interview. Over, oh, God. Over shenanigans that happened oh. fucking back in the day. Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on to previews. Oh, by the way, we both went five and one. So you you missed the Titans Ravens I missed the Rams Seahawks both went to five and one are, are we adding these to our overall numbers? Well yeah. Okay, you're one forty eight ninety one. I'm one forty nine and ninety. Yeah, you still got the one game lead. Now we're gonna preview the divisional round and give our picks. Only four games to talk about here, so it's getting a little thin. Mm. Spent a lot of time on the Browns there. Sorry about that, non Browns fans. How a lot I had to get off my chest right there. And he did. Rams at Packers. I'm taking the Packers all day in this one. I think it's going to be really, really, really tough to be Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. I'm going Packers. I'm I'm going to take the Packers, but let me say this. The Achilles heel of this Packers is that run defense. And if Cam Akers can protect and control the game like he did last week, this game can be a lot closer than people are thinking. And if Aaron Donald fucking decides, you know, he wants to go in and throw the fucking cape on, this could be disaster. And I'm I'm out here in Wisconsin, so if, if Green Bay loses, I will have a fucking field day with these fucking people. But uh, I'm going to take the Packers. Next up, Ravens at Bills. This is going to be, man, I think we have four really good football games next weekend. This one's going to be an absolute banger. This could be a dogfight. Bills Mafia getting a taste of playoff success. Ravens, you know, their young quarterback getting a taste of playoff success. Bills are letting some fans in. Uh, The Ravens can be thrown on. I do think Marcus Peters is a little banged up. I think they're a little weak at linebacker as well. This is going to be tough. Mm. 
I'm going to take the Bills. I think only because I think Lamar could make mistakes. Like that interception he threw last week was ugly. If he's got one or two of those in him, it that might be it. Because they're well, not a team that play, they're not a team that this last week was the first time they won a game after trailing by ten plus points since Lamar's been quarterback. Well, so their, their game plans to play thing. out. In, their game plans to play out in front, and against that Bills offense, that's gonna be really, really, really hard to do. I'm taking the Bills. And and here's another thing: is there is a forecast of snow. Mm. La, Lamar has. They've. It's been scrolling across the ESPN. La, Lamar's a little wary. He's worried about snow. He has Doesn't not played snow. a game in snow. In his life? That's what it says. He This could be his first snow game. So that, and in Buffalo, that is a fucking recipe for disaster. That could work out in his favor. Eh, it He's could. a shifty runner. It's going to sh- work out for his favor when he's using his feet. I don't know about his arm. Yeah, but that snow will do some, it'll play tricks on you. And yeah, I'm man, I'm gonna take the Bills. I think Josh Allen fucking lights it up. Stephon Diggs puts in work. I don't, listen. Stephon Diggs is gonna abuse Humphreys. If they put Humphreys on Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, I don't think uh, the Bills will go away from him like Tennessee did. They look for Stephon. Stephon Diggs will eat this week, and I got the Bills. And I think they went by at least a touchdown, maybe 10. I'm writing seven plus by your name. Next up, the Sunday games. Uh, I'm sorry, the first game on Saturday is at 4.30. Second game is at 8.15. Really happy we get a night game on Saturday, by the way. That's really cool. That's going to be really fun for um, some some Twitter chatter. Yeah. Plus, me and, you, me and you messaging back and forth. We'll be watching that game very closely. Sunday, January 17th, which is my dad's birthday. The Browns play a playoff game. The Steelers don't on my dad's birthday. Be sure to let him know that. Shout out, Big Dennis. Happy birthday, dog. 65. Oh, okay. Social Security. He wears it well, though. He wears it well. I was going to say, he looks like he's 50. Yeah, he wears it well. I'll give him that. Uh, Sunday, 305. Uh, the Cleveland Browns traveled to Kansas City to play the 14-2 and Chiefs. Only real loss they had all year was to the Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Andy Reid, one of the best coaches slash play callers of all time. You got Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight ends of all time. Tyreek Hill, the fastest player in the NFL. Yada, 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 yada. I do think the defense can be scored on. I do think that for the Browns to win, they're going to have to uh, run the ball, keep that offense, the Chiefs' offense, off the field. Don't want to get into a shootout with these guys at all. Could be could be dangerous. But I don't anticipate the Browns laying down at all. I think they're going to come out and play well. I'm taking the Browns. That's my boy right there. Sticking <laughs> with them, staying with this team. I'd say, hey, I took the Giants over, I think. I can't remember who I, I took them over everybody, but uh, man, I got to take Kansas City. But let me say this as a as a make, preface: try to make that game up, aren't you? I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this here is 
the Chiefs have a tendency to play to the level of competition. And I think it, it's going to be close. And if the Browns win, I think they have mistakes early. The Chiefs get complacent. And then, I th- I, and this is just my take, and this is my dude. He has pulled it out several times. I think Kareem Hunt scores a game-winning touchdown if the Browns win late and they hold on. But I'm taking the Chiefs officially. But I think the Browns win. They make mistakes early. Chiefs get complacent like they've been known to do. And the Browns catch them late and there's not enough time. I'll tell you what, man. It's going to be a tall fucking task. It really is. And I have nothing but respect for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Um, you want to, hey, you know what? You want to play in big time NFL situations? This is it. So let, Good well, let me test say this. The, go ahead. I just want to say this. As, and if the Browns were to win, to, to make it to the Super Bowl, okay, mm. they, they have to beat the Steelers. They have to beat the Chiefs, the defending champions. They have to beat either the Ravens, who they've lost to twice this year, or the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you talk about a fucking road. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what, if they would, were to make it, that'd be one of the fucking toughest roads, if not the toughest road ever to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think about Pittsburgh um, when they won a Super Bowl 40. They were the sixth seed. They had to play every game on the road, and they played against top teams all the way through. You think about the Giants doing it twice. As a sixth seed? The first time we did it, we were six. And I think this, I think the second time we did it, we were six. Either way, um, really excited for the Browns to get this opportunity. This young team is growing. They're sucked in the moment. Let's just see if the moment's too big for them or not. We will see, but I'm very excited that these guys are getting this experience. It's only going to benefit the organization as a whole. It really is. Next up, Buccaneers at Saints. Buccaneers have beaten them twice this year. Um, To me, the Buccaneers are the, the better football team right now. The more complete football team. I gotta go Bucks. I, I don't see Tom Brady losing three times to Drew Brees in the season. I think this will be Drew Brees' last game in the NFL. Mm. So you think you think Drew Brees is done, retired? Done. I think him and Ben are done. Oh, um, man, the Saints at home are a completely different team, but the NFL needs Tom. They need Tom versus fucking Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and the NFC. And this is just my take. This is just a thing to say the NFL's fixed. They need Aaron Rodgers to win as a kind of a torch passing. You know, as a, an official torch passing. And I think that's what the NFL wants to happen. So you're taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. All right, we will see. The Doing the Favor fan duel will be open next week. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Ty Boylinger at Oh No Tybo won last week. 
cut a killer promo. <laughs> he did. He he was pumped up about the situation. But yeah, it's it's great, man. We got 15 people every week. I got one of my buddies in doing the favor FanDuel. Check that out. Also, doing the favor FanDuel basketball every Friday. We need people. We need people. I have it set up for 10. I'm sorry, 15. Having trouble getting people in there, but it's only two bucks, so check that out. I'll post the invite on uh, Thursday and Friday for it as well. Barry, let's talk a little NFL news. Well, before you do that, I just wanted to say that uh, we were a five seed and a four seed. Congratulations. When we won our Super Bowls. Just saying, dog. Speaking of winning Super Bowls. Doug Peterson got fired. <laughs> um, you know, I heard from several Eagles fans that he made the right move in tanking, yada, yada, yada. And then it, it's coming out that uh, the organization chose Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. Barry, what do you make of that whole situation? Well, like most things, uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles, it's fucking just rumors, bullshit, trash. You know, just a true fucking. And and listen, people. Oh, I I, I still think that came from upstairs. Maid said that. Oh, I think that came from upstairs. No, it didn't. Nobody wanted to see fucking Nate Sudfeld, except Doug Peterson. Now, was this Doug Peterson's way to get fired? Maybe. Maybe he knows shit's so bad in Philadelphia, he wants out. He knows it ain't going to get any better. These fucking dudes gave up. Were the, uh, they're the sixth pick now, and they were yeah. going to be 11th. Ninth, I believe. Whoa. Is there really going to be anybody there? Game-changing, worthy, fucking franchise changing in the sixth or ninth picks in this draft probably uh, probably not no 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 so this stupid fucker lost millions of dollars because he wanted to see fucking nate sudfeld and to say oh well fuck you fuck you to the giants or whoever no you keep your fucking job. You play Jalen Hurts. Your team lost faith in you. So now none of them want to play for you. And they even came out. Miles Sanders said no one agreed with that fucking decision. None of, they're there to win. Shout out to the Eagles players for being there not to lay down. But your fucking fat, fucking dorky, fucking coach, ex-coach. Got what he fucking deserved. He got canned. And I don't fucking... I'm never happy when somebody gets fired or loses their job. But fuck Doug Peterson. Wow. And I put that on the fucking Giants, dog. Well, Doug Peterson's probably going to get the Jets job. He's real, He has a good relationship with the GM over there. So... Again, he might have won his way out. I don't know what's going on in Philly. I can't imagine being like watching Carson Wentz play the last two years, but like, yep, that's our guy. I think that maybe the organization made a financial commitment to him, and they're trying to stick with that. They don't want to take that L. 
But I think if you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback, plenty of L's are on their way. Just my opinion. Oh, yeah. They they needed Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is supposedly their future. And that's the thing is, why would you want to see what Jalen Hurts can do in those game situations? Close that blew games. my mind. Blew my mind. I figured you'd want to see what you have in Jalen Hurts. And and I recall me and you texting the whole time and you saying, this is incredible. <laughs> this is This is unbelievable. This is incredible. Because Doug Peterson's a fucking idiot. Oh, he won us a Super Bowl. Fucking congratulations. Look at that team. Nick Foles got fucking lucky. Fuck the Eagles. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) College football national championship was played last night. My beloved Ohio State Buckeyes against the ever-so-powerful University of Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, I was hopeful going in. I thought we'd have to score points with them in a shootout. That was not going to happen. Alabama is the best college football team in the country. Devontae Smith is the best college football player in the country. And they boat raced Ohio State. And no way in Columbus is even mad about it, dude. At all. That was such a drubbing. It was so obvious who the better team was. And shout out. You know what? Shout out Kevin Dunlap at Soda Hunter. Huge, huge monster Alabama fan. So enjoy this championship, brother. It was, you know, you guys have a great, great, great fucking team. I don't think anybody in the country has beaten Alabama last night. No. And like I said, that Devontae, is it Smith? Mm-hmm. That fucking dude there is, he's fucking amazing to watch. See, when you play that every time, all I picture is some hot TikTok chick doing that fucking dance. (laughs) (laughs) And I ain't mad at it either. But, yeah, Alabama, Devontae Smith, I mean, that team is fucking insane. They're a really, 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 really good football team. Nothing we could have done. Try to go man across the board and get pressure on the quarterback. Could not get pressure on the quarterback. He killed us in man. Drop into his zone. Uh, Najee Harris destroys you because you can't get pressure on the quarterback. It is – that was an ass weapon. And I was – if the Browns hadn't won, I might feel a little worse about it. But – Hey, I'm going to take my L and hold on to it. Well, and again, Bama played 13 games. High State played six or seven. And, you know, and I I love Candace, you know, Ty's wife. But uh, she tagged me in that Ohio State post there. Uh, you know, the Browns jersey, 1159, and then you know, high state Jersey at fucking midnight. And I was like, I'm all good with the Browns, you know, like winning, but, uh, you know, I got to draw a line. I, I, I cannot do it. Can't bring myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad high state got that ass whoop. Hey, you know what? That's a hater in me, baby. It's a hater in me. Big recruiting classes coming in. Ryan day, is bringing, uh, listen, I'm confident we'll be back. We'll have another opportunity. 
it is what it is. Alabama's a great, great, great football team. Ohio State got to get on that level. That's all there is to it. Uh, NBA experiencing some issues right now, some COVID-related issues. They are tightening down restrictions. Uh, no more visitors in the hotel. They're basically on full lockdown. I knew that without a bubble, these young, rich guys were going to have trouble abiding by the code. It just is what we've seen it in the NFL, we've seen it in baseball, now we're seeing it in the NBA. Uh, these guys will all get vaccinated eventually. NBA is not really pushing for it right now because they're, you know, they want all the frontline workers to get them. But, you know, Kyrie went MIA. He's off the grid allegedly. The video surfaced today. Him and a family birthday party. Nobody was wearing masks. So I really hope they're able to get through this season, man. Yeah, they might go back into the bubble, you know, and and that's going to be brutal again on these guys getting taken from their families and all, all that. I don't know. That'd be rough. You know, it, it, I'm sure it was just fucking awful that last year, but doing it two seasons in a row. I mean, that's mm, that's tough. We'll see how the NBA works out, but long way to go. A lot of season left, man. They're having all kinds of issues right now. Uh, Barry, anything else you want to get to? Um, I actually do. I, I want to say a, in which I don't, they haven't really released a, a cause, I guess you would say. Um, but let me... Let me see here. I'm trying to find them. Uh, but the UK Wildcats, the only one of the only teams that I hate worse than Ohio State is fucking Kentucky basketball. But um, Ben Jordan, a Kentucky baseball player, uh, walked on the basketball team. Um, he died at age 22 mm. today. No cause of death has been given. Uh, you know, but so, you know, all bullshit aside, rest in peace to, you know, to that young, young kid, basically. I mean, hell, he's 22. Um, that's, that's awful. So rest in peace to him. Yeah, man, rest in peace. That's way, 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 way too young. All right, Barry, take us home. So with that, I again want to reiterate, fuck Doug Peterson and the Eagles. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. You can follow me on Eric Brown 740 but of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. Go to our website, doingthefavor.com, for all past podcasts, links to merch, links to uh, SKUs and DCPI numbers if you're out there fig- doing the legwork, looking for figures. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, review your podcast. And thanks, everybody, for listening all the support, and uh, go Browns. Absolutely. And, uh, again, everybody be safe. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two. 
free into the foe. Erica Berry, you're up with DTF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Berry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.